Thank you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters and my ever steady co-host Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro, where all the savvy smarties gather. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hey, Michelle. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Can't complain. Can't complain. Here we are. By the time this episode airs, we will be in December. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a little scary. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. Yes, all the dates kind of cascade up on each upon each other. And oh, my goodness, we all have the, just a, an extra layer of things on our minds as we're trying to wrap up work and make sure we don't miss anything holidays and there's always family members and people you know with birthdays in December too I don't know how they allow that but I know it's okay <laughs> not to mention the layers of extra clothing and extra tasks yes. for those of us who live where it rudely snows yes um, so yeah there's all the things and it's all happening so fast and I just want to make like a bear and hibernate <laughs> So while December is being all extra, we're going to talk a little bit about the extra of personal branding today. How's that for a yeah. segue? You know, it's important. I was just skimming an article from Forbes saying that, yes, you needed to stand out. And I think it's the Gen Xer in me or I don't know, the introvert, whatever. It's like, oh, do I have to? And the answer is, yeah, you kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's we've all you know, for many of us, we, you know, obviously we're in public relations. And so we believe in, in personal branding as well as corporate branding. We have probably helped many executive in our careers to ensure that their executive brand was as polished and as thorough as the corporate brand. And, you know, we built thought leadership programs to support and amplify that. But when it comes to us and looking at our colleagues and our peers, I know for me, it's easy sometimes to become jaded when you've been doing this job for a long time. It's yeah. it's like the way that we feel about email marketing. We know that it works. We know the right way to do it, but we don't want to do it ourselves because yes. we struggle with inboxes that are constantly overflowing because we have to as you know, per our job, we have to have a lot of information coming at us. So sometimes when I look at personal brands, I do, I'm like, Ugh, everybody's perfect. Everybody's smart. Everybody's winning. And you feel a little exhausted. So yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, what we want to look at today is like looking past our own fatigue at, mm. you know, what's really working in personal yeah. branding and, and, is it really effective anymore? Because it seems like everybody has a brand. I mean, 10-year-olds have a brand. You know, they're <laughs> adhering to their own brand guidelines and everybody's got perfectly polished, you know, Instagram-worthy photos and everybody seems to have like a platform and they've all got their stuff. And in a world where personal branding is super accessible in terms of the visual look and feel, and even with, you know, content these days, which used to be the differentiator, everyone has access to be able to create content that aligns with their personal brand. Is it all worth it? How do we stand out? Do we want to stand out? Do we care? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And I, and I think it's, it's a 
especially difficult for us because we work in branding people and places and things that we can see it a mile away, right? What we can see it when it's, you know, so shiny and, and not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but I almost feel like, like we are all craving audiences are craving a lot more authenticity. And I know that buzzword has been around for a while. I mean, it's, but I mean, real, like keep it real because we, we all, we've all seen the templates and we all know, you know, sure. Have the photo shoot. That's great. But it's, I feel like we're we're at poised on the this next layer of personal branding of no, I really want to know what you're about. I want to know what truly makes you different, not just oh well that's oh she's lit really well. Oh, okay. Everything's saying all the right things and I I think the the additional differentiator is going to be letting more of yourself show if that makes sense. Like, I, I want to know what makes yeah. you tick, what, what you're about. Like, what if it's a, a, a situation where I'm looking to work with someone, show me the warts. You know, I, I don't necessarily need to see the sheen. Yeah, I think, you know, we've always talked about this in public relations and in marketing. We've talked about transparency. And we understand that you, you're never fully transparent because right. that's not a smart move to make. But there's, you know, we've talked about authenticity a lot over the years. And I think, You know, I agree with you that being the personal branding today, in a lot of ways, it's missing personality. So it's, it's shiny and it's bright and it's happy and it's beautiful and it's visually appealing and the aesthetics are amazing, but sometimes a little grit, a little of, you know, of you really does help to stand out because at the end of the day, we know that today more than ever, people want to connect with people. They don't, you know, they connect with corporations often even because of the people side of it, because of how that company shows up in the world and what they stand for. And, you know, that doesn't always have to mean social values or political viewpoints. It can sometimes mean, you know, a brand that's true to being funny and, and they bring humor, they're light or a brand that, you know, cares about issues. It can be issues driven, but that they're true to who they are and that you see something that says, yeah, that's that brand. You know, and we talk about Patagonia a lot. That's, you know, a great example. Even Apple's a great example of a tech company that's really true to who they are. They are who they are. They make no apologies for it. With the personal branding, sometimes it does feel like everybody's interchangeable. It's like, oh, you're great. You're smart. You're winning. Ugh, another award. Good for you. Yay, you. What a beautiful picture. And like you, I want to know. I want to see the grit. I want to see behind that shine. I want to know. I want to know how'd you really get there? I want to hear some of the reality because we know that your story, your, you know, what you're sharing, your yeah. expertise didn't come without some bumps along the road and and you don't have to bear all, but it's nice when people are honest about what it really takes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can think of people that I, you know, follow on Instagram, both professionally and, you know, just for fun and, you know, yeah, they have their polished brand, but they'll also just pop on, 
you know, they'll just shoot a quick video, whether it's sitting at their desk or in their car and just talk about something, you know, quickly and just be relatable. You know, it's not like, oh, I have my ring light. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. You know, and they're like, okay, now it's no, they just say, hey, you know what? this crossed my path today and I'm dealing with, you know, feeling like an imposter and, you know, sometimes I feel like that, blah, blah, blah. And it's just these little moments of relatability. And I think, yes, thank you. Exactly. Now that doesn't, and that doesn't take away from the professional expertise that they offer. Not, not one bit. So I think and I'm not saying that that's a new thing. It's it's not. But I, I think that's a way to go a little deeper with your personal branding. And I think you hit on something that's really key. It's not really all the shiny aesthetics. That's great because I look at those and, you know, I'm learning because I do videos and I am a hot mess. I don't have it all together. I don't have all the tools and all the shiny stuff. So I'm an example of somebody that's like, if you want to see a hot mess, but I am who I am. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably still to a degree going to be kind of a hot mess. It's not that. I think what you said, as communicators, we really know this and we drive this into the companies that we work with. Far too often people hide behind their playbook and executives do this all the time. It's corporate jargon. And sometimes you are it feels like pulling teeth to just get them to communicate, talk to me like I'm a human being. So I think what you said is really key. It's focusing more on connecting with your audience in a real way by using words that are relatable and understandable and not defaulting to your industry playbook, whatever industry you might be in and being so concerned with sounding smart to your audience that you lose them because you're not relatable. That's That to me is one way to stand out. And yeah. understanding the reality, and I, it's interesting because I feel like companies have really had to grasp this with the tension between work from home, return to office. They finally figured out, look, we got multi-generations in the workforce. We have a diverse group of people that we're working with, with diverse opinions, with diverse preferences we ain't going to satisfy everybody. So we got to just do what we got to do. And some people are going to be unhappy and we just have to live with that. And I, I feel like more of us need to adopt that attitude, realizing we are never going to be able to satisfy all of the people all of the time. And that should never be our goal. Yeah. So be yourself. It's funny because I even feel like sometimes that when we think we're sharing a bit of ourselves with people, that that too just becomes so sanitized, yeah. you know, like, oh, I am the yoga wearing, meditating, you know, PR professional. And it's, it's so pretty and perfect. Like, <laughs> so now you're just, you've just incorporated fitness influencer into your brand and it's annoying. Like, I don't look that good in my yoga pants. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Which is- <laughs> five minutes to meditate. So it just, it's not, but that's okay. Cause that person probably is not for me. And, and I'm being a exactly. little facetious. I'm not attacking people. Please don't take that away. I really am being a little facetious, but the point <laughs> is, you know, we should be relatable. Just communicate yeah. get down a yeah. notch. You're still winning. You're still beautiful, wonderful, smart, and shiny. 
but just make sure that you talk to people in a way that's real, like be your true self as a communicator. Yeah. Well, and it's important what you said, because not everybody is going to be for everybody. And that's, that's okay. And to your point about, you know, those that stick to their playbook and, and the jargon and, you know, flip that around because if that's all you're doing and it's like you have a really difficult time being relatable, that's yeah. almost going to make me question your credibility because yeah. if it feels like you're just being stilted all the time and, and reciting the right things, I'm thinking, hmm, is gosh, is there some there there? If I don't have any other evidence of it, is or is this all just a bit of a show? So it, that's something to think about. You know, don't be afraid to be yourself. I'm not saying be Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack, although, you know, <laughs> there's people for that persona too. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's funny that you can lose people even when you're being creative. Oh, yeah. I read this funny BuzzFeed article. It wasn't actually, it was kind of funny, but a BuzzFeed article that was asking people, you know, what movie did you see and you thought what the heck did I just watch so we all can name a movie that we watch you know movie is in movies are entertainment right they're for your enjoyment your pleasure and sometimes the you know the writers the people behind the movie are so busy being clever and different that they lose you and you do you you sit through the movie and you go what was that what just happened I I can't get that two hours of my life back. And so don't be that, you know, don't yeah. be the movie, the circle, which was horrid. I promise you, I, I sort of got what they were trying to say and do, but it, it, that was one of the recent movies in history where I was like, what did I just watch? Because <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to think no, nothing's coming to mind super quickly of, of what? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and it's harder when you, when you can see it, right. You can see them trying so hard yes. and, and it's almost painful and you think, no, yes. no. Yes. <laughs> so even that. if you're, you know, funny comedian, you're entertaining, that's part of your personal brand. Make sure that you're not too clever for your audience or it won't land. (laughs) Right, right. So what we're really saying is, you know what? Keep it as natural as you can. Be yourself. Don't be afraid to show parts of your personality and your branding. You know, it's honestly, at the end of it all, it's really a way to let people get to know you. And, you know, there's that no like and trust factor of people wanting those, those three items fulfilled to do business with you. So... We hope this chat today has been helpful as we, as we uh, enter the what some call the silly season. We hope yeah. you're keeping your wits about you. And uh, if you did get value from this, please do share it around. We would really appreciate that. That would be the best gift you could give us this year. And uh, until next time, thanks for listening to That's All Alive. Life.